Hello, and thanks again for joining the Andy Andy podcast. Welcome, welcome. <clears throat> I gotta say, I felt good about the first episode. Not good enough. I feel like it could have been a lot better. Um, but I'm gonna definitely keep improving, y'all. I'm gonna keep week by week. You're gonna see the level up. You're gonna see the improvements. I, uh, I'm feeling pretty good today. Even though early I fell and bust my ass and uh, cut my elbow pretty deep, but it is what it is. I was I was tight, but uh, now I'm not. You know that's that, that's that's kind of how go- life goes. You know, I uh, lately I've been wondering about what art is and and what kind of effect it has on us as people. And what is art? I, f- I feel like it's a uh, like it's an expression of humanity. Right, I, I've heard recently that, that that music, all music, to to a degree, is emotion, and I feel like that's very interesting, you know, and not a hard rule. I feel like sometimes we make music, um, especially maybe in in the way that you know online producer can or 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 digital producer can, where it's a bit formulaic and you don't put the emotion, but I suppose. I suppose those don't those don't um touch people, you know, in the way that that certain Kid Cudi songs do, for example. I mean, and that's that's really the thing. I mean, Kid Cudi, I, I fucking love Kid Cudi, but he's not. I mean, he's not a lyricist. You know what I'm saying? He he's not exactly uh putting together complex bars and and and, and many metaphors on top of each other. He's he's giving you music from his heart. He's giving you music. From from what he feels is his soul, and and, and it connects to us, and, and and it moves us a whole generation. Um, I mean, uh, another example, Mac Miller. He he's 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 somebody that that was able to do that a similar thing that Kid Cudi do, but also with his lyrics, man. I mean, obviously, rest in peace to to um, probably I don't know. I, I guess one of the best artists. You know, I I don't want to put something on something onto somebody just because they passed away but to me i mean i definitely shed tears for for that dude and, and i wish he was still with us i wish i wish we could still hear it. another another expression of humanity you know it, it's a way to to make sense of not only the not only the, the things around us as portraits can do in paintings but 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 also what's what's within us you know um, we we can reach we can reach into our minds and and, and extrapolate um, beautiful things that otherwise would never be in existence. Um, and it, it's crazy, right? Just things float into our head, and and, and we and we create it. We, we we manifest new content to the universe. Fuck. Damn. Yeah, and um, I mean, even literature is a form of art, um, in in the sense that you can create an entire world. You know, we 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 create new worlds, within worlds, and and, and new characters and new people, and and they almost exist just as much as other people do. You know, just as much as a as our mind will let us, let them exist. I just thought it was a. Very phenomenal concept and a very interesting thought I had this week. And, and, and I mean, I've always loved art in any fashion. You know, the, the, the hippie inside me won't let me uh, um, 
disrespect art unless the art is disrespectful. Um, or if it's just bad, right? Which is an, a subjective thing, but come on, we all know what's what's bad so, so to a certain degree. But, um, but yeah, man. It's been a week since the last podcast. Um, I almost didn't even fucking do it. Uh, just, just, just a little bitchiness, just a little laziness, maybe. Um, but I'm feeling up to it, and, and yeah, just ridiculousness. You know what I mean? I, I'm gonna set out to do a podcast. And I'm gonna do it every week, every Sunday. I'm here. Um, yo, <clears throat> did you guys know we got a new president? Uh, I couldn't even realize, I mean, I, I didn't even realize it, you know, just looking at all the, all the Bernie memes, I, I, I don't, you know, I forgot it even happened, I, I, I didn't, I didn't watch the uh, inauguration, but, um, eh, it, it was, I feel like it's too much anyways, like, like, especially with, with this year, and, and the, the situation we're in, you're fucking doing fireworks, and, Putting on cont- uh, music and, and I don't know it, it's a, I don't want to like be a downer and, and you know say that it shouldn't be a celebration but I don't know it, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing you know especially I mean I don't know how much but how much money do you think was put into it versus where could that where could that money have been better spent but um, hey I don't work in government right. I'm just governed by those who do. Um, sure, but the uh, you know the Bernie Sanders meme essentially eclipsing the the inauguration and the new presidency to to the mass to the masses is that's I mean isn't that who we are as Americans, right? We want to be la- we want to laugh and be entertained. Um, everything everything serious. You can go on Twitter and it it gets transmuted into into some form of of like reality TV. I mean, it 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 makes one hundred percent sense why keeping up with the Kardashian I can't even fucking say their name. The the fucking Kardashian show is so huge. Love and hip hop. All that stuff, we, we just want to, like, we just kind of be, we want to be idle, you know. We want to let our brain be taken on a trip and and, and essentially fucked, you know. We, I mean, we, we want we want our, our shows, we want news and and, and anything serious to, to make love to us in, in a funny way, which doesn't make sense, but you know, you know what I mean. It's, it's not like... It's not, <laughs> we don't take shit serious, man. We don't take shit serious, and I don't even know how to say it, but we really don't, and it's hard to. It it also is really hard to, especially when you're getting all your news from the same place that, that, that people can so easily make comedy. I mean, memes, they, they, that, that, memes are a way to, to commodify cultural references, and cultural events, um, which is what the Bernie Sanders meme is. You know, it, it's a it's a way to to commodify to to mass distribute 
a, a, f a funny concept or, or a funny thing and and we all become dull, you know. It, it gets easier to ignore the real shit and to a certain extent, how can we blame those that do, you know, As, especially if they're not actually in positions to make a difference, you know. I don't know. Fuck. I, uh... I saw Tulsi Gabbard um, get interviewed by, by on Joe Rogan's show. And so she's a liberal politician who, who has a reputation of being, you know, a reach across the aisle, liberal and progressive. And, and I remember they, they started talking about how, which is a very true thing, about how people, it, it's so easy to, to shift your values and beliefs to fit in with what's around you. You know, whether that's being a conservative, whether that's being a liberal, um, whether it's whatever group you, you, you think, you know what I mean? You, you identify with. And I gotta say, I, I do that. I mean, with certain friends, I make certain kind of jokes that I went in with other friends. And, and, and yeah, I, I'm... I, I'm kind of a different side of myself with different groups and, and it, it kind of makes it, it, it makes it more, it makes it difficult to really pin down what are my genuine values, what are my original, or maybe not original, but, but yeah, like authentic values and beliefs. And that's something that we should all be questioning. We should all be revisiting that, that, that topic, especially nowadays um pretty frequently um i i i think i find myself to be more of a progressive than than a liberal and again the definitions are you know they can be different for different people but but me personally i feel like progressive being progressive means wanting to make positive human development, positive human progress on the individual and societal level. Now, it's my opinion that in order to do that, we have to reach across the aisle. So in order to, in order to make that kind of progress, I have to be able to get along with conservatives and understand why they are conservatives. You know, I, I can't be baffled or, or just taken aback at why somebody is a Republican or conservative or or, or even, a, even a white nationalist, e even a white supremacist. Not, I'm, I'm obviously not saying that I'm going to be a friends, friends with, with a fucking, with a Nazi or, or with a KKK member. I'm not gonna agree with most of what they think, and I'm sure I'm sure we'll still agree on some things, which is the thing about being human. But if I can understand, I suppose the the, the psychology and the sociology of it, I, I I come to have a greater understanding of what it means to be human, of what it means to to build relationships, 
and to know which ones to keep at arm's length and which ones to just snuff out of my life. And I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's it's tough, man, especially as a Dominican person. You know, both my parents are, are, are 100% Dominican. Um, and I was born here, so I suppose I would be a Dominican-American. You feel me? Um, and being from the Bronx, I, I'm obviously not for any of that shit, any of the um, extremists, you know? And, and the shit about, like, groups, like, uh, or, or movements, whatever you want to call them, like Antifa or, you know, which would be the extreme on the left, I... I feel like their extremism is a bit more justified, though it's still, it can still be scary. You know what I mean? It can still be, it can still not necessarily move toward a better society. And that's part of the problem of like, yeah, part of the problem, huh? Fucking, anyways. Uh, part of the problem of, of, of some of the some of the liberals and and especially especially anybody on the alt left or extreme left is that they feel like in order to move into a better a better version of our society we have to cut out all the speech that's bad all, all the we have to deplatform you know what i mean we have to just cut out those people and i feel like when it comes to violence we should definitely be Taking measures to taking measures to to weed that shit out, um, but if it's just somebody expressing an opinion, I don't know, man. This is a pretty tired subject. I feel like I've talked a good amount about this, and um, we're gonna move on. But yeah, yeah, I, I do feel like the definition I gave of being a progressive is is, is firmly is genuinely me. I feel like. That is what I believe, you know, and, and, and I want to hold on to things that I that I find to be the most authentic about my viewpoint and the way I see the world. Anyways. Anyways. I saw a tweet the other day that reminded me of how I felt, um, you know, experiencing the West Coast when I was out in Cali and, and I spent two years there. And the tweet is, uh, I'm going to read the quote, I'm going to read the tweet. It says, when I describe East Coast versus West Coast culture to my friends, I often say the East Coast is kind but not nice. The West Coast is nice but not kind. And East Coasters immediately get it. West Coasters get mad. Yo, that's fucking funny. Because it's, 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 it rings true for me. It definitely does. I mean, there, there's a level of of just fake fakeness on on in Cali that that it, it's just not it's just not in this. It's not the same in the East Coast, man. It's not the same in New York. There's a there's there's like a niceness, you know. There's like a there's, I mean, and I I felt I felt this. I, I had a roommate who was. I mean, he he was definitely like more extreme left left wing than I was, and he had like genuine racist moments, and so did his dad, and it was crazy. 
Um, but obviously he would never, you know, you know what I mean. He he obviously sees himself as a an extremely nice person. You know, he he can say that he's a liberal and that, and that he cares about humanity and all that stuff. And maybe he does, but it's not all authentic. There's a difference between who you are and who you want to be. Who you think you should be and who you are on a day-to-day. And it's, it's yeah, it's wild, man. I, I, I remember one of the first girls I hit on out there in Cali. We, uh, we hit her. I was in an Uber. I'm in an Uber. First time I ever got a girl's number that was just in an uber pool with me which is which is which is cool right so we started chatting and <laughs> we, we we started chatting right texting we, was gonna, we and we were gonna meet up and i think the day before i i, I hit her up and i was just like hey ugly and that that was a game changer. That that yeah that that <laughs> the deal the deal was done though after that. It was I mean I I already called her pretty, you know what I mean, and beautiful or whatever. I I I clearly established that I thought she was attractive. You know, like I didn't just change my mind overnight. And, and I mean, I get it if you don't want to be called ugly. But the way she took that word, I might as well have said cunt. I might as well have said the c word. I I don't know. It, it was it was it was kind of it was, it was it was crazy. But I was like, okay, all right. This is a different fuck. This is a different. This is a different part of the world. This is a different state. I mean, in, in New York, that was like, you call a girl, hey, ugly. In a in a playful, I don't know. It, it just it, it was a super common thing, especially in high school. Um, especially in high school, to to just say "Hey, ugly!" Like it, it's almost a form of sarcasm. It's like, why would I? Like, if I'm gonna call you ugly, I'm gonna fucking call you ugly. Like, I'm I'm gonna really do it. I'm not gonna just toss it in there, and have it be a real insult. Like that's. It was a, it was a little ridiculous in my point of view, but that's what it was, and that's what it is. Um, I uh, I hate people who are super nice, and, and oftentimes they'll use it as like a form of currency. You know what I mean? They they'll use it for points, like nice points. And then whenever anything doesn't go their way, they lose their shit. They lose their shit because it's like, what? But I'm so nice. How could anything not go my way? Like if the universe gives a fuck about them. I mean, it's it's just not sincere. It's not genuine. Um Maybe maybe you'll find that kind of thing on the West Coast more than the East Coast, but I've definitely found that shit anywhere I've gone. And, yeah, I, I genuinely feel that life is not fair. The universe doesn't 
care about you. We're all animals living alongside other animals on a rock floating in space. And we're tiny as shit. That, that, that's kind of what I think. You know? I, I don't know if that makes me cynical. I don't know if it makes me a realist. Um, I know it doesn't make me any less happy. I, I, I do have se- several, like, existentialist um, viewpoints as part of my philosophy on life, and, and that's one of them, where it's like, there is no inherent meaning to life, but the meaning to life is what you put on it. It's the meaning that you that you give to life, the meaning that you draw from life. And I have I have plenty of things that give my life meaning. My family, most of which I, I, I truly love. Um some of the friendships that, that, that I, I really value. Making music, comedy, laughing, making this podcast. Learning, you know, becoming a professional, studying psychology, what else, basketball, you know what I mean? I I, I have sources of happiness, and, and, and I'm able to find them. E- even when I, even, I, I have points of, I have periods of time when I'm not happy, but I'm able to gravitate back towards the things that make me happy, and... and I feel like I feel like those are life skills. Life skills that I that I've gained over twenty four years, and for most of my life, yo, I was such a different person in high school, even in college. But I mean, so I'll, I'll start. I mean, elementary that was that was like way too long ago. But I'll start from middle school. I was a fucking I was a fucktard in middle school. Like I. I I remember hating my, like who I was while I was in middle school, and I, that's probably pretty common though. I mean, middle school is a fucking weird time. It's a pretty, you know, what I mean, you, you, your trans the transition is, is so heavy between between phases of your of your life. Like, I I mean, thank God I didn't. I wasn't the man in middle school. I feel like I would have peaked because I'm not the man now. I mean. Uh, and, 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 but yeah, and then in high school, I was a little better, but I was still a fucking dweeb, I was still a dork, in, in, in a way that, like, it was really through, it was really due to, to ignorance, and, and just, and just not having been out much, you know what I mean, not, not seeing more of life for myself, and, and, and that stems from, you know, the overprotective nature of my mom and, and just not going out the house much, fucking playing computer games, you know, gaming, whatever the fuck I was doing. I just wasn't living life um, to the extent that I should have been that would have allowed me to develop even more. And then I got to college, became became much more independent. Thank goodness. I mean, I mean, Jesus, I, I don't know what would happen 
or who I would have been. I would have still been in. I, I would have been just in the Bronx working some some job, some whack. It would have been some whack ass job. I would have been working right now. I, I just had that feeling, and I would have met way less interesting people. Maybe. Maybe, but. Shit. Yeah, I remember last podcast, I kind of shit on the Bronx a bit too hard. <laughs> I, I I, mean, the Bronx, I, I've had so many genuine conversations with, with random people more than anywhere else. Um, the thing was, like I just mentioned, I, I, I didn't go out as much. I didn't live as much life when I was in high school. So I wasn't able to really take advantage of what it was like to live in the Bronx, but... The sense of community is way more, it's way stronger than, than you would think it is. And, and I mean, shit, I, I'm glad I, I'm glad I was a bit more overprotective. Like I could have easily been, I could have easily got into drugs, easily been somewhere completely different in my life right now. Um, but I, I feel like, um, shit, there's always shit that I feel like I could have did better. And then I always say, yeah, but. I am who I am, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever I did, whatever I didn't do, got me to who who, who I am now, and there's somebody that I love, and I mean that. I really do. I really fucking do. Um, But yeah, that, that whole viewpoint about <clears throat> life not being fair and the, and the universe not caring about you, um, it... it that that when I developed that kind of point of view, it, it, that certainly kept me from being very religious. Um, but yeah, shit, yo, that Conor McGregor fight was wild. I was watching that, and damn, it, it's crazy when you think about how how quickly. The fight can be over at any at any any moment. One little slip like that—that's fuck. I mean, that just made watching the UFC just makes me think of, of of real street fights and how quick as fuck they must end. You know what I mean? Um, or they do end rather. Um, I I've seen I've seen several. I haven't seen many fights in, in real life, but they definitely all don't last. Three rounds, and, and you know, you know, however many minutes a UFC fight lasts. But McGregor got his ass knocked out. He, 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 he kept getting fucking hit in his calf, and and, and yeah, he could he couldn't prevent it from happening. Yo, this is lame as UFC commentary. I'm not I'm not an avid UFC watcher. I'm just getting into it more. I've been illegally streaming these joints you know what i mean as i should i'm not fucking paying no pay-per-view i'm not paying no pay-per-view um but yeah it's it's a good it's a cool thing to watch just people just inflicting damage and pain on each other um damn imagine if imagine watching those coliseum uh, uh, those Colosseum events in 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 Rome, that must have been fucking cr- lit. 
Yo, I mean, you you go there and you know you're gonna see at least one guy get eaten by a tiger, and it was regular. You know what I mean? We see that now, and, and we all kind of, well, I guess we don't see it in a, in a in a coliseum as like a form of entertainment. But um, hey, we all watched Tiger King, right? Um, I wish they showed somebody. Oh yeah, they did. That person that lost their arm, did they show everything? That's wild. You lost your arm, and and then the and then the first thing Joe Exotic says is, "I don't know how I'm gonna financially recover from this." That was a bad. That was a bad Joe Exotic accent, but he he he's a fucking dick. He really is. He he's a manipulator. He he knew he ain't look good, so he had to get niggas to fuck him with meth. And uh, it's pretty dark. It's pretty dark. But um, but yeah. Whew. I feel good, guys. I feel. Oh man, I I don't know if I'm ready for the school semester. I feel like I am. I'm trying to get more organized. You know. But uh, let's try to buy these books. Let's try to buckle down. I remember one of my middle school teachers used to always say that. You got to buckle down. It was so corny. So corny. But, uh, but yeah, guys, it's been, it's been about 30 minutes. I mean, as you can see, I'm clearly fatigued. Like, this is... I got to work my way up to an hour, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to just keep going, you know? Fuck it, yo. This is this is cool. This is whatever it is. This is a, this is a journal. This is a, a joke book, a dream journal, a diary, all of the above. And uh, thanks for listening. Bye.